0: Stock and bond investors remain under the pressure of a still-unreached debt ceiling agreement in the US while the mixed economic data from the US maintain the Federal Reserve on trajectory for a June rate pause. The US dollar remains well-bid these days while crude oil actually struggles at about the $70 per barrel mark as even improved prospects of Chinese oil demand this year isn't convincing for the oil bulls to build on the gains. So welcome, this is Swiss Coats daily market talk. So yesterday was again a moody trading day in the markets as the US, well, couldn't reach an agreement on its debt ceiling. Surprise, surprise, but, 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 House Speaker Mr. Kevin McCarty hinted that an agreement is actually possible within the next few days. So despite both sides being far apart, and we know that, everyone also knows the catastrophic consequences of an eventual US government default, and well, no one is all obviously ready to push the US into that black hole. So the clock is obviously ticking louder from now on. We are at 17th of May, June 1st is like the line in the sand. So the US politicians have one job for the next few days and that's to find a midway and seal that deal. And I think that it's what's going to happen actually. But until then, well, suspense will continue killing the risk appetite. Yesterday, both equities and bonds were sold off in the US while the US dollar index actually remained kind of capped at two-week high levels. One thing with the US dollar is that well, during this whole debt ceiling drama in the US, the US Treasury has been, well obviously, unable to issue new debt to finance its operations. It's rather tapped into what is called the Treasury General Account to, well, pay the bills, and that's what the US Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen calls extraordinary measures, right? But an agreement to raise the debt ceiling in the US will allow the US Treasury to issue debt again and eventually ref- fill its general account moving forward, in which case the liquidity in the well financial system will drain and that could give a certain support to the US dollar. But whether the US dollar could actually sustainably reverse the bearish trend that started for last September is yet to be seen because the weak economic data from the US and the rising recession odds in the US and in the world hint that the Federal Reserve will Losing its monetary policy moving forward and sooner rather than later and depending on the impact of the recent regional bank crisis in the us on credit conditions well the federal reserve will have to slow down tightening on its and as well the market already prices in two to three interest rate cuts from the fed in the second half of this year the latter could also be supplemented with an eventual slowdown in uh, the quantitative tightening actually and if that's the case well any advance that we might see in the u.s dollar could actually remain limited and well now that we are talking about the economic data the retail sales figures released yesterday in the u.s were actually softer than expected by analysts now even though the monthly retail sales number in the u.s showed a rebound after two months of negative print well the rebound that we saw in april was actually smaller than expected by analysts and the yearly print actually showed that the sales growth in the u.s unexpectedly decelerated printing a disappointing 1.6 percent growth down from 2.4% a month earlier and way below the 4.20% penciled in by analysts. Now, coal retail sales, on the other hand, excluding gas and cars, rose more than expected. So that's good news, while industrial production in the US printed a bigger advance in the month of April. But all of that latest data will unlikely get the Federal Reserve officials to change their mind guiding the fact at the federal reserve's next move is certainly a pause in the interest rate hikes rather than well a cut or a further interest rate hike activity on federal reserves funds futures now gives around 80 percent chance for a pose in june's fomc meeting and the pricing may be partially distorted by the u.s debt ceiling saga because the chances of a fed pause are in my opinion closer to almost certain rather than just 80 percent because look Latest quarterly results from Home Depot's release yesterday were less than enchanting for investors. Home Depot actually posted its worst revenue miss in about 20 years, and it also lowered its forecast for this year. CFO said that this year, so 2023, will be the year of moderation for the company. So you bet investors didn't like the results and sent the stock price down yesterday. Home Depot finished yesterday's trading session more than two percent lower now all eyes are obviously on target and walmart's first quarter earnings which are due in the next few days if they also happen to be softer than expected as well well we could maybe but just maybe take it as a hint that the u.s consumer spending which has been so so resilient so far could finally be giving into high inflation in the u.s and the deteriorating macroeconomic conditions and in this context the spike in u.s credit card debt to nearly 1 trillion u.s dollars is also a hint that trouble may be brewing the thing is the less than ideal economic and corporate results yesterday did nothing to soften the u.s yields as i was saying uh, a couple of minutes ago the u.s two-year yield rather spiked above the four percent psychological mark and stays there this morning and even the long-term papers have a difficult time finding buyers these days the u.s 30-year yield for example spiked yesterday to the highest levels that we saw since the silicon valley bank collapse back in march so all that means that the u.s debt ceiling theater comes with a cost and with quite a high cost now further in the bond space pimco says that emerging market debt could actually be safer alternative to U.S. corporate bond investors who are actually looking for a refuge to the credit stress in the U.S. They actually say that bonds from Mexico, India, Vietnam and Indonesia do carry a lower risk of default compared to U.S corporations as they have a broad set of tools in these countries to deal with financial stress. And, to be honest with you, I don't necessarily fancy the Turkish debt these days especially into the election runoff that's due in a couple of weeks from now but the Turkish 10-year yield slipped below the 10% mark yesterday, erasing the peak of the first election round results. So, Maybe EM debt is the new rising star. Elsewhere, the dollar slipped below the 50-day moving average and stabilized there this week as a safe haven demand for the US dollar amid the debt ceiling saga and the disappointing economic data from well Germany and the Eurozone in general keep the bulls on the sidelines these days. In fact, the ZUE survey released yesterday in the Eurozone showed a big, big drop in both German and the Eurozone sentiment. And the weak Chinese data from earlier this week, combined to German pessimism and a 3.7 million barrel build in US inventories last week, kept crude oil under a decent, decent selling pressure yesterday. Even IEA saying that global oil demand will rise and it will rise more than expected this year, and that due to a record high Chinese intake, well, couldn't give a positive spin to the oil market yesterday. But the IEA said that the vast majority of the projected demand. Recovery is already in train, it's already taking place despite the weak Chinese data that we saw over the past couple of days. But in Wayne, investors remain focused on lower Chinese growth forecasts from Big bank still anyway. All in all, the global risk sentiment, the global risk appetite for the next few days will be obviously driven and determined by the US debt ceiling talks. That's a certainty. While the looming uncertainty makes the markets hard to well navigate in the very, very short one, there is, in my opinion, a good and strong chance that all this US debt ceiling drama comes to an end in the well next few days before the June first deadline. And in this case, we shall see a relief rally across the risk assets across the board. And a relief rally could be further boosted by the fact that the market is extremely, extremely bearish right now, which means that there is a good potential for a sizable recovery. And that despite the rising recession odds and a gloomy economic outlook for well, around the world. So this is all for today. I'm Yipek Oskar and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your supportive messages. I hope this episode of Market Talk has also been helpful and insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual and follow us on Instagram, on Twitter and on LinkedIn for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our YouTube YouTube channel for daily market comments. Now I won't meet you tomorrow because it's bank holiday but I will meet you again on Friday and until then good day trading.